Hi guys, and welcome back to episode two of our three series podcast on the topic of electronics. In our previous and our first episode, I discussed the biggest powerhouse of them all in technology and electronics to be precise, known as Apple. We talked about Apple started as a company. We mentioned the challenges in the forming of the company through the highs and the lows not to mention some of their products. And finally, we finished off with discussing how they got to where they are today. In today's podcast, we will be discussing the other side of the spectrum, known as Samsung. As we all know, in terms of electronics, there is no bigger rivalry than the one between Apple and Samsung. Generally, if we look at the way the world is divided in terms of smartphones and technology in general, the divide would be between Apple and Samsung. I will try and make the history segment of this podcast as quick as possible, with enough being given out to maybe satisfy the listeners, potentially tempting them to start finding out more about the Android of their choice. We also have a very special guest on the show today, Jacob, who will be discussing his opinions in terms of the topic surrounding Samsung. Samsung was founded on March 1st in the year 1938 in Seoul, South Korea. This is one of the biggest businesses in the whole country, producing a whopping one-fifth of the whole country's exports. The company's primary exports are electronics, construction, and defense. Not just a company that has one type of product to sell, clearly. Samsung, in case you didn't know, started out as a grocery store with exactly 40 employees. I would have never guessed this was how they started off as in a completely different field than where they are right now. Apple right away, for example, started off with technology, but I guess Samsung at first had different plans on how the company would run and what they would specialize in. They were known to export goods in their own city, selling local fish and vegetables and many more products. The company moved in 1947 to Seoul, but they had to leave due to the Korean War. After then, the company focused on rebuilding Korea from the ground up from the industrialization viewpoint. Finally, in the 1960s, Samsung entered the world of electronics. Up until the 1980s, Samsung created their electronic devices. In 1970, they produced their first ever black and white TV. They also started shipbuilding. In 1978, they even created an aerospace division alongside the opening of separate electronic branches, given that they had so much going on with the company at the time. Samsung's data systems was also created, which cemented Samsung's place as one of the top dogs of IT, or known as information technology. Not just that, they also had, had products with regards to nanotechnology, telecommunications, and also aerospace. Never would have thought this, but Samsung also had their part to play in potential genetic engineering technology. It came along the 1990s, and there was a bit of a snare in the running for Samsung. But just like Apple and every single other multi-million dollar corporation in this world, there are ups and downs, highs and lows, however you want to put it. Not many were seen, if any, for Samsung up until the 1990s. Of course, 
It was not all just downhill from Samsung, as they kept on continuing to push forward with their innovation and technology, and they continued their expansion into the economic markets of the world. However, along with that came several scandals, including cases of bribery and patented, patented infringement suits, which basically means they used something that was not theirs to use. However, that did not stop them whatsoever, and they carried on very well through it all. In the 2000s, we saw the introduction of the biggest phone to rival the iPhone, the Samsung Galaxy. This was the crown jewel of Samsung. This device is known across the world for its good quality, its great cameras, and generally really good specs altogether. Samsung was at the top of the top sellers list, with the main source of income being the Galaxy phones. 2006 marked the year in which Samsung's TVs were marked as the top seller of the year in their category, and it remains like that to this day. In 2010 came the Samsung Galaxy tablets. These were also a huge hit on the market, however difficult to compete with Apple's version, the iPad. And now hopefully we are all on the same page here, given that we gave everyone the chance to listen to a brief rundown on the rich history of Samsung. We now move on to our guest for the day. Jacob, how are you doing on this fine and lovely day? Good, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. Awesome. So how familiar are you with the company Samsung? Mm, a little bit. I've had a phone and a tablet from them before. What phone did you have? Oh, I don't remember. It was just like... I don't see how I remember. Is like an S2? Was I believe. An S2. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was a while ago. Yeah, that was pretty Five or six years ago, ago now. Holy. Given that there was a, a time in a couple years ago in which you had a Samsung smartphone, what would you have to say about the product overall? I'd say overall they're a pretty good product. They're well priced for what they are. They got good warranty. So after a brief stint with a Samsung phone, knowing that now you do have an iPhone, what made you switch back to Apple and would you ever reconsider buying a Samsung phone again? Yeah, I feel like I definitely reconsider buying a Samsung, but I just feel like everything is kind of more compatible to Apple and like oh yeah, FaceTime and just like there's just a lot of good things which everyone has. That's, yeah, it is very It's the majority true. phone as well. Yeah, and I mean Apple is the social... Definitely, it is the choice social for norm. yeah. It's the social norm. It is the choice for more people to use nowadays. And it's with easier to use too. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, a hundred percent. And with regards to looking to the future, do you feel optimistic or pessimistic about the future of Samsung? Honestly, I feel like people are always going to buy Samsung. Like it may not be the first choice, but I feel like mm -hmm. there's always like lots of people who are going to buy it just because the specs are better. It's like it's better quality for less price. Oh yeah. Not as crazy overpriced. Mm -hmm. Their prices are definitely cheaper, one hundred percent. And with regards to the um, their TVs, they're also a lot cheaper than the Apple TV, as we oh, all yeah. know. And say you were running the company, what would you have? What would you see as the main thing to change uh if i was just focusing on the phones i'd probably strive to to help with the app compatibility because like samsung phones have some of the best cameras but yet like apps are not compatible with them like for example snapchat like makes android cameras look really grainy and bad mm -hmm. even though they're much better normally oh yeah then there's like for example beats which have a partnership with apple now and like for apple all you have to do is just go to bluetooth and connect them yeah. for android you need to get a whole new app for it it's just 
making making it a bit easier for customers to use it and making it more mm-hmm. available and accessible. Would you say it would differ in Europe given that um, Androids are the main choice in Europe or would you say it's also the same as in North America? I don't know. Are, are Androids the main choice in Europe? Androids are the main choice in Europe. Most mm. people do have Androids there. Oh. I feel like the app compatibility wouldn't hurt because like, I feel like Beats is still a thing and like Snapchat mm-hmm. and like these apps are still a thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. And like, it would definitely help. But yeah, I don't think it would hurt them. No, most definitely. In terms of price, would you say you're getting a bang on your buck for purchasing a Samsung or would you say that it is especially considering that we are in North America, a second-rate product in comparison with Apple? I definitely say you're getting a bang for your buck. Like I haven't looked at the prices for a while, mm-hmm. but I'd say they're pretty decent compared to Apple because Apple is just getting crazy overpriced. And it's like you're getting a lot of good specs. It's just the app compatibility can be a bit annoying, but yeah. it's not like a crazy deal breaker. Yeah, this is true. And with regards to other um, Android brands such as LG... Um, I'm not sure if Google is owned by Android or not, but how would you say that Samsung ranks among companies such as LG, Huawei, or any of those other companies? Oh, I'd definitely say it's a top tier up there. Like, like, like Google coming out with their new phones now, like they're kind of like trying to rival them as the secondary product. Mm-hmm. And like LG had that like bendable phone or something I remember a while ago. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I definitely say it's a top secondary product. Definitely top second rate product that's a good way to put it and that is everything from our host today thank you so much jacob and have a great rest of your day i appreciate it a lot thank you so in short guys samsung is a company just like apple with a very rich history and a very loyal fan base geographically speaking it isn't often to find a lot of android phones in canada However, in Europe, there is, as mentioned earlier, an abundance of them, just like there are iPhones here. In Europe, it is without doubt Androids everywhere. I personally went to Europe a couple times, and I was very surprised at the fact that Apple stores were not seen at all. It was like a second base thing, maybe because the price, like, like stated earlier, Apple prices are very expensive, which means that depending on the area, not many people can afford them potentially. And I don't know, maybe in general, just Samsung just goes well there more with the products because like stated earlier, the products on the other continents are different. It does not all stay the same here in North America. And it honestly took a little while to get used to seeing considering that North America, it is all Apple basically. So next up on the show, we will be discussing the demanded topic that everyone has been waiting for, which is why it was left until the very final podcast. Android has a better tech specs, yet people here choose iPhone and Apple. All of this will be available to listen to next week on the Techno Show. So leaving it, we will be discussing next week exactly the rivalry between Apple and Samsung and what it has come down to today. It's been your host, Thomas, signing out for today. Until the next one, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Until then, keep smiling and stay safe, guys. Thank you so much.